Hey, Tom. Hey, Brad. What's up? What's going on? Hey, uh, if April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? Uh, I don't know. Pilgrims. I feel like I've heard that that one. I feel like that's a that's a saying. That's a go to. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's do this. I, get, I, I got. I got one for you. Oh, you do. All right. Well, hey. Well, okay. I, I do. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. So, did you guys hear about the the big circus fire? No. Nope. Uh, there's cl- there's clowns and acrobats and all of this stuff just running around. It was intense. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Dad Tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Whether you're a new dad or a seasoned pro, we'll have something for you. Thanks for being here. What's going on? Episode Yo. 18. 18? Yeah. 18. We can That's cool. smoke a pack. Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how old our podcast is. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I Not anymore. Not anymore. You've got to be 21. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, that, didn't dude? that happen? Yeah. 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 All right. We got a couple more episodes to go. <laughs> oh, man. That's just like the letdown. You walk into the store to buy your black and milds and they're like, nope. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. Gotta be 21. <laughs> exactly. Well, hey, well, welcome mm-hmm. in, Tom. Uh, happy uh, happy weekend, almost Thursday. Yeah. Uh, we're recording on Thursday. This will come out on, on Sunday. Joined by a really special guest today, um, Brad. Yeah. Brad, Brad. Brad Buell. Uh, shoot, how long have we known each other, Brad? I'm like, I'm like thinking back to when we met. We, we met at that retreat back in... That would have been 2005. Yeah, it was like 2005. Yeah, it was a yeah. tech tech retreat, Teens Encounter Christ. Tech retreat, yep. And, uh, and I, I didn't know you knew anyone so cool. Uh, like, we were talking, <laughs> and we were like, who can we bring on? And you're like, yo, I know the guy. You told me a little bit about him. I was like, how? How do you know this man? <laughs> yeah, I know he's uh, he's he's awesome. And and um, and so just to, we'll just, just to give him, Brad, we'll, we'll kick it over to you to kind of talk, just speak a little bit like, you know, just about, about yourself. But, um, but yeah, Brad, um, Brad joined us t- today and for this episode, and it's a special episode with Memorial Day coming up on Monday. So this is on Sunday. So tomorrow, just thinking about those people, um, those people that serve and uh, have served our country. And Brad is, um, Brad is one of those, those people that's given his, his time and, and talent and energy to, uh, you know, helping to make our country and making other people's lives better. And so want to just commend him for that. And I think, it, you know, Tom and I have talked and about this, about how we truly want um, this podcast to be something where we have dads of varying perspectives and dads that, you know, maybe walk a little bit different road than us in the sense of like occupation or you know, things that they go through. And so I think it, it will be a great perspective. You know, we'll have Brad, will have a lot to offer to that conversation. So Brad, I don't sure. know, we'll kick it over to you and let you just kind of introduce yourself and share a little bit and then we'll kind of, yeah, go from there. All right. Yeah. Uh, my name is Brad Buell. I'm um, a staff sergeant in the United States Army. I actually just hit 11 years in the Army yesterday. Wow. Um, wow. So, oh, yeah, 11 years down, nine more to go. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> but, awesome. Uh, Give a little applause yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> no, that is awesome. Yeah, 11 yeah. years. Um, so I've been 
I've been married for, it'll be 13 years this July. Um, and I have three kids, 13 year old, 11 year old and an eight year old. So, nice. um, I'm definitely not new to the fatherhood thing, but you know, uh, being a dad is it's a rewarding thing but it's an ever-changing thing so it's and especially being in the military like it it presents its own different kind of challenges and stuff so it's um i i enjoy being a dad um and yeah i'm i'm you know whatever you guys want to know just you know no that, ask it, away it's actually Open and it's book. actually it's actually great tom that we have him on because tom and i both have like kids who are under two or you know three Mm -hmm. and so like brad you'll you'll be you are like the your sage wisdom will will uh will be very good for will be very good for us i don't don't know how much wisdom i have but uh, i'll 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 do the best that i can how do you Uh, deal with all the poop (laughs) (laughs) uh Uh, i've been done with diapers for about five years now and you know there's there's just no looking back yeah um, right. <laughs> yeah it, it's really it's really at this point I'm, looking I, i'm happy to be done with it so that is a glorious day I'm it's, sure. and i and really i i got lucky uh because my youngest son he was how old was he i want to say he was like two or three when i went on my last deployment to kuwait um and he was just super stubborn while i was home like i was trying to you know get him to start and enjoy doing the potty training thing and he just wouldn't do it um so my wife took handle of it while i was gone and she like got it done in the nine months but you know bless her heart she had a lot going on at that time like so this was when was this 2014 I left, I literally left them. I had to report to my unit at midnight um, on the day after my birthday. So 11.59 to ship him. So my wife was at home with three boys. She had just started um, a new teaching job. It was her first time doing like full-time teaching Plus, she was uh, working to finish uh, finish her master's at the same time, wow. and wow. Uh, and doing the potty training thing too. So it's it's is just a crazy whirlwind. But the good thing at that time, I was stationed at Fort Riley, um, and that's right there at home. My my parents live there in town. My grandparents, aunts and uncles, all that they live right there in Manhattan. So. Um, they, they were very helpful. It was, it was a lot better than my first two around where they were just kind of sequestered out, uh, out here in El Paso actually. So, oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. But, um, so yeah. you're, you're currently in but, Texas. Yes. Uh, I'm actually, it's, this is kind of a annoying situation because, uh, I got PCS back here to Fort Bliss. I was at Fort Gordon, which is in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, home of home of the masters. Uh, if you don't, if you don't know, <laughs> oh, but, yeah. uh, a tradition unlike any other. Right? Great. Oh man, it's so amazing. Um, uh, I got some stories on that later, but yeah. <laughs> um, so I got PCS here. But my wife and kids, they absolutely loved the schools they were at, and they just <laughs> they needed a break from all the moving around. We had just bought a house there, like. The, a year before I came down on orders. Uh, mm. so I was like, all right, you guys just stay here. I'll move out there by myself. 
Um, so that's, that's why I, I brought my camper out here. I just live out here by myself, uh, doing the whole work thing and hoping to get back there to Fort Gordon as soon as possible. Um, been out here about nine months now, oh, wow. uh, probably another about a year and a half until I can get out of here, but, um, hope, hopefully sooner. Um, I'm working on some things to try and, uh, um, advance and get myself on the take it a little faster so yeah so this yeah. this might sound like a dumb question and and maybe maybe it is but like basically when the army like tells you like you're moving here like basically like you're moving there yeah right yeah, yeah. uh pretty much there's extenuating circumstances um you can put in uh for um to push your orders or cancel your orders if you're like uh if your kids were are in their last year or two of like high school or middle school, one of those big um, milestones, you know, you don't want them to miss out on that. So they, you can get orders canceled that way. Uh, But outside of that, it's pretty much guaranteed that you're going to, or if you have like um, sick family members that you're going to be a primary caregiver for, and they need to be there with their uh, specific doctors and all that. So, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. So what, what like made you want to enlist, uh, like what, what motivated you to want to serve in the military? So it, it it was a couple of things like, so military ran in my family, but, um, really was what it was. So I was laid off, uh, from a job was that 2008 was like spring of 2008, right. When the stock market crashed, you know, Mm -hmm. there was just not a lot going around. Um, Right after that, I ended up getting a job at Home Depot in Topeka. Um, and I was also working in the kitchen of a bar and I was, you know, I was just worn out, you know, working, you know, 80, 90 hours a week, not seeing my family at all. Um, you know, you know, in retrospect, it wasn't, wasn't so bad, but (laughs) you know, especially now I've, I've missed a lot of my kids' lives, but, um, you know, I, I made the right choice. I think it was, it was something good for me. It gave me, um, a good skill set. It helped me kind of realize my potential, uh, moving forward. And, uh, just what, so what I do for the, in the job, uh, as my job in the army is, uh, I'm an Intel analyst and it's, uh, um, it's a really, it's a really good job for me. I'm very analytical, almost over analytical in a lot of things that I do. So, yeah. Um, it's, it, it helps focus me and I, and I'm able to do a lot of the, a lot of good things with, uh, with my particular skill set. Um, so. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's awesome. And I'm, I, I'm curious. So you've been deployed three, three times total or twice, twice, twice. Okay. it's two times. Um, I'm, and I'm slated to uh, deploy to Korea early next year. Uh, it's just a nine month rotation. It's not a combat tour or anything crazy like that. So it'll, it'll actually be one of the nicer deployments that I've been on. So now the, and, and the other two were not necessarily rotations were those sort of, I mean, I know like, well, it, it, it is. It, so the first one was to Afghanistan. Uh, I was in Southern Afghanistan for nine months. Um, and then the second one, and that was, that was direct action in, um, like Southern Afghanistan. Whereas when I went to my second deployment, I spent 
nine months total deployed. Most of it, I was in Kuwait and it was kind of a strategic, we were in charge of kind of, uh, the whole, uh, South kind of Southwest region of Asia, uh, providing any additional support in those areas that were, um, uh, needed, uh, uh for a month there, which was, uh, that was the highlight of, uh, that deployment. I got to go spend time in Jordan. Uh, I was, we were helping kind of train the Jordanians on how we, um, how we go through our operations process, uh, building up and preparing, uh, for, uh, specific operations, um, just to help, um, help them kind of understand how we can work together in the future, like how their, um, operations process can kind of mingle with ours in the future. So it's, it's really cool. And we got to go see, you know, Petra and some of the Roman ruins, uh, you know, the food out there, like, uh, uh, outstanding. I loved it out really? there. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I, I love food. So that's, uh, Hey, Hey, hey you're talking to the right. We, yeah, we, you're among friends. Yeah, you're among friends. <laughs> this is a safe place. <laughs> yep. I think that's important yeah. for people to, to know. And I think some people do, but like, you know, military work isn't all just like what you see on TV, right? A lot of it is. Oh, oh no, it's not like, <laughs> yeah. If they put most of the stuff that we actually do, into these recruiting videos, <laughs> no one would, no one would want to join the military. Like they don't understand. Like, so I'm an Intel analyst and, you know, I'm, um, I, I deal with a lot of classified, you know, um, intelligence documents and all of this. And pe- if people really realized how boring a lot of that was, and they, they really wouldn't understand it, even if they read it, like they would just be so uninterested with it, but, um, (laughs) it's, 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 it's it's cool, but a a lot of it really isn't like, they don't show you spending eight hours out in the motor pool, you know, sweeping and cleaning trucks and stuff like that. You know, that's the, that's the annoying kind of, yeah, they, they show you like, they show someone like hanging off of like a, you know, hanging off of like a, a, a boat with like, you know, camouflage paint on with like a, you know, <laughs> AR in their hand not or whatever. Once. Yeah. Not yeah. once did that. Not <laughs> yeah. like, it just like, doesn't happen. Yeah. You're, yeah. So. Yeah. No. It, well, no but, but, yeah. Sorry, Tom. You go, go ahead. You need to get well, it. no, I was, I was just going to say like a lot of it is building relationships. A lot of it is like international relations and um, yeah, like it is still work. Obviously that's important for our country. Um Mm-hmm. But it's not always flashy, and a lot of it is like, like you're saying, no, like, it's yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not. Like, not a lot of it's flashy. A lot of it's boring. But it's the the most rewarding part for me is the being able to you know build those relations with other countries. But also, I I get to work closely with a lot of the young people um, who are just mm-hmm. joining the military and kind of give them scope and direction how they can make this career and what they need to do to succeed and it's uh it's it's a very rewarding um uh very rewarding career in so many ways yes yes well and that's that's cool to hear you say that because you know before this you were working 90 hour weeks in a bar and at a home depot and uh and i'm sure like you said there's been some trade-offs right you've missed some things with your kids and with your family but i mean yeah oh absolutely like Um, there's no doubt that this job is actually like this, this, you know, your time in the middle, like it's, it's good for your family too, right? Like you're, you're trying to do some work to, to create something for them, not just to protect them day in and day out, but like, I mean, 
there's great benefits that come along with working in the military, just like practically speaking. Right. And like, I mean, I, I, I could see how people would be like, why would you, why wow. would you do that? Oh, you absolutely. Know? But, uh, well, yeah. So I, could you, like, could you speak to that a little yeah. bit? Cause I'm sure there's uh, yeah. a, a lot of benefits, you know, you know, um, while you're in the military, they, you, they have tuition assistance, so they'll pay directly for your school. And that's on top of your GI bill that you can use once you get out of the military, or if you've already gotten your degree by the time you got out using that tuition assistance, you can pass that on to your kids. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. That's actually uh, really cool. I didn't, that's that, actually yeah, really that's, cool. That's very cool. And that's, you know, one of the best things that I'm going to be able to do for my kids that, you know, um, health insurance is fantastic in the military. Like I can go into any emergency room and say, Hey, this is broken. Fix it. And, uh, nothing out of pocket, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's, it's, more than paid over, you know, kids, they, you know, get bumped up. Uh, my two youngest have a couple of health issues. Um, so it's, it's really helped out with a lot of that. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a budding Tim Allen, just like my dad was, you know, working on the house, always injuring myself. Uh, last year I sliced into my finger with a table saw, just ran in the emergency room. They fixed me up. So, um, luckily we were put, on a, quarantine put a new it. thumb, put a new thumb right on there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> they just stuck. No, no. <laughs> Basically they just wrapped it up because it was the tip of the finger. They was like, well, there's nothing, nothing yeah. you can stitch. So <laughs> just kind of one of those things. Yep. It'll grow yeah. back. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It'll grow back. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, outside of that, like you get a lot of really cool, um, tra- like I said, <laughs> experiences, you know, depending on the job you're in. And, and the cool thing about my specific job is it's, it's such a broad, um, such a broad, we, we call them MOS. Um, but there's so many different things I can do within my job. Um, you know, and they can station me all over the world, you know, basically where I want it to, if it's available. Um, yep. so it's just, it, it's really cool. So, yeah, that, 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 I mean, so what, like, okay, so I'm going to, I, I, I listen, I don't know if this is accurate, but like I listened to a podcast one time about the military and they were talking about how they got stuck at like a forward operating base in Afghanistan and there's like no bathroom. So they just like took a crap in this pit and they like literally had a fire always going to like basically like burn like just like to burn like any trash and debris and like garbage and you know stuff they had yep. is that like is that accurate is mm-hmm. <laughs> luckily you know yeah absolutely uh, like and luckily i haven't had to be at any of the bases that had to do that um I, i've been to them i didn't have to stay there for a long period of time where i had to mess around with that stuff but yeah that's uh unfortunately that is you know one of the um, one of those downfall things they don't really tell you about when you join the military, you know, you may have to burn your own crap and trash and all that. So it's, uh, yeah, you know, just one of those things you got to adapt to. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Adapt, adapt and overcome. Right. I guess that's, yeah. that's right. So what's yeah, been, yeah. so on, I mean, I can't, and it's like hard, like, I mean, I, I, like I can try to sort of like put myself in, in, in your shoes in the sense of like leaving your family for you know, periods of time, six months, eight months, nine months, you know, like, I mean, I can like put myself in your shoes and be like, that would like really suck, but it's like hard to probably yeah. like truly fathom, like sort of like the challenge that that might present or like maybe yeah. just like, it, it, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that would be re- like really, really tough on, on not only you, but like certainly like on your, 
on your kids, on your, on your wife, you know, like there's, there's gotta be some yeah. challenges that come with that. I'm sure. Uh, on, on my kids and my wife and, you know, on the soldiers too, like it's not it, it, going both ways. Like it's really hard. And that's why there's, uh, such, a such a big number of, you know, mental health problems that are going on because it's, it's not an easy job to deal with, um, on easier, on either side. It leads to a lot of mental health issues, divorce, um, uh, and suicides too. Like it's, Mm -hmm. unfortunately it's, it's really tough. Lost, lost a couple of friends and we, we, we're getting better at it and trying to recognize the signs and um, get ahead and get the people the help they need and try to lessen the stigma of, you know, getting mental health. Um, but mm-hmm. the, definitely on being away, you know, from the wife and kids, like it, it never gets easier. Um, and I've, I've had the, especially, you know, having uh, some younger soldiers on my last deployment, like, I was glad to be able to use my experience to kind of help push them forward and cope and, you know, get them, um, the, you know, get them the right resources to help them cope, uh, moving forward. So, um, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a real tough thing, but, you know, I'm going to keep going through it until I retire, you know, it's just part of the job. Yeah. 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 That's gotta be hard because you build relationships with your, fellow soldiers with your brothers there and sisters. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure when one struggles, everyone feels it, you know, it's oh, yeah, like absolutely. A, a family away from, uh, from your own family. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, early on in, in, in my time as an NCO, like I, I tried to um kind of adopt that kind of leadership style, so, you know, treating them like family. But the, the hard thing with that is a lot of these soldiers, like you don't know what kind of homes they came from. You don't know what kind of family life is. So you kind of have to teach them, you know, how we have to act as a family to get through all this stuff together. I mean, we sure. you don't necessarily need to love each other, but you need to be able to, to depend on each other day in and day out. So, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, man, that's, yeah, that's super, that's super interesting. And, and, and you probably do get, I mean, I'm sure just people from all, like all walks of life, like all walks of life, you know, right. Like, I mean, people from all different backgrounds, all different, you know, to your point, home life, like, you know, you know, I, like I just, and it's probably, it's gotta be interesting sort of like how you bring, and I know at the end of the day you have a job to do, right? But it's like sort of like how how people, I mean, but it's like I guess when you're on deployment, and you're on your base in Afghanistan, wherever it is. Like it's kind of like you have, especially in certain situations where you might not be able to get off base much or things like that. Like it's kind of all you have, right? I mean, you kind of have each other. Mm-hmm. And you got to lean on each other, but that that doesn't necessarily make it easy. It probably just, um, I don't know. I, no, I, yeah. it's you 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 have to find those ways to cope. Um, you have to find that, you know, good level of camaraderie, but you, you gotta, you gotta be able to read the people in your group as well. Like you need to know, like, this is a time where you need to, you know, kind of help them out, push them forward. Other times you got to kind of step off a bit, just let them cool off, um, and recollect themselves. So it's, uh, it, it's not easy, but it's, it's learning the process, learning the people and, um, 
adapting yourself to be the best, you know, soldierly that you can be. So when you're, when you're talking about just the, the difficulties that soldiers face, but also, um, I don't know. I'm just thinking about our military in general. What, what is something helpful that civilians can do to like support our armed forces? Yeah. I mean, you know, we can fly our flags, we can tie our ribbons, we can for the say troops. thank you for your, yeah, we can say thank yeah. you for your service, but like, it just doesn't feel like enough, you know, what can we do? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, on a large scale like that, like the, it, that's, that's a hard question to answer, honestly. I know, like, I know. Um, <laughs> you know, get out there and support those groups. Like, you know, the USO wounded warrior project, stuff like that. Cause a lot of these, there's a lot of these uh, organizations out there that are designed to, um, to help, um, especially soldiers that are on deployment. There, there's several companies that um, they're, all they do is they take donations in for, you know, different, um, um, you know, amenities that you can send out to the troops, to kind of raise the morale a little bit. Um, like, you know, send like, that was one thing is like, you got a lot of Girl Scout cookies while you were over there. Like, I, I don't know if there's some type of deal that <laughs> these bad companies deal. <laughs> have worked out specifically right with the girl scouts but like there was always like boxes and boxes of this stuff but it, they also send you know like soap and shampoo razors uh, you know like little you know crossword puzzle books you know stuff to kind of help uh raise the morale but like oh, oh over on a lot of the bigger bases, they actually have like a USO, a USO where you can go in, um, use the Wi-Fi, play video games, stuff like that. They take a lot of donations for stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, so the, the guys have, or guys, soldiers have a place to uh, relax and lifesaver for me, uh, especially on my first deployment, um, because like you could. You could get the internet, um, sure. but where we were at, it was like, for me at the time, it was like 90 bucks a month, you know, it was, it was expensive and it was very crappy internet. Like yeah. you could barely get through and get calls. So yeah. um, the going to the USOs, it was a lot more helpful. So well, that's, that's good to know. And, and we'll link to some of those groups. Maybe we'll, we'll get yeah. some from you and link to them yeah, in this yeah. episode because, um, cause I think that it's, I, I mean, yeah. It's something I've thought about <clears throat> and you know, you can, yeah, there's, there's, there's things that we can do and it's nice to hear from a guy uh, mm-hmm. doing the work, like what actually makes an impact, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree too. Uh, it, yeah. And another one of the orders, uh, I think it's called like 22 strong. It's just, it's based off of um, uh, a couple of years back. I, I don't know how high the rate is now i I, it's definitely gone down but it was basically 22 22 soldiers a day were committing suicide um Mm -hmm. and they help kind of spread the awareness and provide help provide you know help to a lot of people stuff like that that's a really good one that i like that's out there so that's cool but uh yeah thanks well yeah we'll definitely we'll tag them and link to that and um that sounds like a great organization for sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, so a couple, a couple questions, Brad, and we're, um, 
Tom's getting ready to travel tomorrow for 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 fun. So he's got some. We normally go. Sometimes Tom and I go like an hour, but we're trying to keep it a little bit a little bit shorter tonight. Just so just, I still got a pack, man. Yeah, Tom still got a pack. But but, but honestly, gotcha. we should we should we should uh, we should we should have you back on because I want to. I mean, yeah. there's like there's. I mean, we didn't even get to. I mean, there's like so many. There's I, yeah. Like I want to hear your Augusta stories and all all of that. Um, but a couple of quick closing because mm-hmm. I, I know I know you I know you're a whiskey fan I know you're a barbecue fan oh all right so uh, and and I see the oh love love whiskey love barbecue and and I'm telling you dude Brad put some <laughs> pictures it. he put some pictures on on uh, like Facebook of stuff that he's smoking and I'm like I will like for the red texture today oh yeah you are yeah. <laughs> I uh, he put stuff on. And I'm like, man. I'm like, I'm like instantly salivating. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna start smoking this at five in the morning. We'll see how it turns out. And like, man, I'm like super jealous. Like, I'm. <laughs> can I like just come over for, come over for some, uh, for some barbecue? But so maybe Brad to kind of close. Maybe just a couple questions. Like, give us your favorite. Give us your favorite whiskey because I know you're a whiskey fan. And um, uh, and then secondly, um. <laughs> Uh, secondly, what what advice would you give like yeah. parents or dads out there? I'd love to hear kind of any of your sage wisdom of someone who's done yeah. it for longer than Tamara. So uh, there's a there's a 12 year Scotch that it's actually owned by Total Wines. Uh, it's called uh, Grainstone, um, and they have several. You know, they have bourbon cask and sherry cask and all that. And they're you know, it's actually pretty pretty good price out the door but yeah uh, i moved down to georgia um and while i was there i actually did some part-time work at a liquor store down there that i absolutely love and they they got me started drinking bourbon again um which i never thought i was going to drink again because i had some bad experiences with it in the past but now i'm just absolutely in love with it and uh, not not just the flavor but the hit like it's literally history in a bottle like yeah. i love the it's yeah. it's amazing all the different stories you can get but yep um my my favorite right now is probably the elijah craig 18 year i got a bottle of it at home i absolutely love it but, oh yeah um, and and i know you like eagle rare which is one of my favorites if you can find e- it e- eagle rare is my is one of my favorites uh and, and it's funny because out here in el paso like it's so much easier to find a lot of these hmm. bourbons because out here they don't really re- you know uh un- there's not as much of a call for it out here they love like those Texas bourbons, which I'm not a huge fan of too many of those just because they, you know, they use a lot of that mesquite and it's just mm. not, yeah, it's like not, really not smoky. flavor. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's a lot of spice and I don't like, if there's going to be that much spice, I'll drink a rye instead. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but that, uh, yeah. Eagle rare, it definitely like one of my favorites. Um, I don't like to buy it in Kansas because they double charge for it out there dude basically. there's some places that market way up i mean it should be like 30 dollars yeah. 28 30 dollars a bottle it should 20, not be yeah 50. out here I, I can find it probably i can probably get a bottle a week if i wanted to for 28 bucks a pop yeah but, see that's uh, well, we're, we're coming to visit like, yeah we'll be down <laughs> yeah uh so talking about like advice for kids like the biggest thing i can say is you have to be you, you have to have patience with your kids. Um, and there was, there was a big portion, um, of my time as a dad, like early on when I was in the military where, 
Like I used to be super, super patient before I joined the military. And then like the first couple of years in the military, like I lost all patience. Like and it was, it was not a good thing. So it definitely like you have to have that patience. You got to roll with them. You have to, um, you, you know, you have to know, like you have to let them know that you care and that you're going to put in that time with them. Yeah. Um, just, you know, love them every chance you get, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah. But, hey, that's great. That's, that's actually, that's great. I mean, that's, that's um, great advice, right? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think so. It's that's, it really, they really do push buttons. <laughs> they do. They, they do. And I'm sure, I'm sure when you have three, it, they push them three it, times. It only much. gets worse with age. Like my oldest, yeah. he's a teen now he's getting that, you know, teen attitude and it's, you know, they, they are going to toe that line because they want to push and see how far, you know, right. they can go. But, um, in the end, you just got to let them know you care for them, that you're only, there to make the best decisions that you can for them. Yep. You got to look out for them. Yep. Um, yeah. One, yeah. one little thing I want to leave you guys with uh, before, I don't know how soon you're trying to close out of here, but so we were talking about Memorial day um, yeah. beginning this show. That's, yep. that's this weekend. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate the support and all that, but um, I, if there's one thing you can do with your kids, make sure you teach them importance of Memorial day and what, what it's actually for. Um, it's not for me. Yep. Um, you know, the, there's veterans day down the line in November, uh, Memorial day is about those have that have fallen, you know, teach your kids, let them know like what it's about, why it's important. Um, yep. really drive it home, go out and check out a military cemetery, you know, show, help lay down flags, all that. Um, mm. they, a lot of people really appreciate that. Um, if they come, um, you know, to their son or daughter's grave and see that there's a flag there, they're really going to understand that, um, someone is there and also pulling for them and understand what they're going through. So, yeah, no, that's, um, that's, yeah, that, it's, it, that's well it, it's said. not for me. Um, yep. right. So yep. yeah, you know, show your appreciation out there. Um, yeah, no, for sure. And, 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 and that, that, that's, that is, that is so true. And there's, there's many, I mean, certainly many throughout history that have have made the ultimate sacrifice. Um, you know, Memorial Day started just so everyone knows. And Tom, I, I, we'll close out here in just a, just a sec. But that's fine. It started, <laughs> I mean, it's okay, guys. It, no, I know, no, 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 I know, I know. But I started, throw a couple pair of underwear in the bag, and I'm good to go. It started. In, it started in the aftermath of of the Civil War as a way to honor honor those, and mm-hmm. you know, and 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 the the all the blood that was shed in that in that conflict, and um, and then of course, you know. Following that, you have the you know World War One, Vietnam, you know Korea. I mean, you know the, the World World War Two, right? And so all of these men and women have made the ultimate sacrifice for for our country, for um, us to live, you know, uh, live where we do and have the freedoms that we have. And I mean, I I think we should all. And I, I Brad, I know you agree. Like, I mean, this like it's our job to continue to make this country and and this place like worthy of their sacrifice, you know. And and so like, however we can do that to continue to in our own way, make, make the, this country a, a great place to, to, to live and to be. And, um, and Brad, I just want to say, I mean, I know this isn't Memorial day isn't, isn't for you. And I know, you know, veterans day, like you said, but like, I do want to say thank you. Thank you for your service to, to our country. And thanks for, um, yeah, I mean, like, like I, I, I admire and respect you immensely for, um, 
you know, the sacrifices you've made for, for us. And I, I, I just want you to know that. So, yeah, no matter how, no matter how boring it might be, there are sacrifices. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I, I, I appreciate you guys support. Um, I'm gonna have to start listening to these podcasts now that I know you're <laughs> yeah. actually doing them. Start um, with this one. Just start, yeah, just start here. Don't go one. back. Just start here. Okay, exactly. they're bad. They're bad. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, I'll, I'm happy to come on anytime as long as I'm available. I got some, you know, training coming up over the next couple of months. To just you know, give me a little, little warning, and I'll absolutely get on. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll give you more. Let you guys know. We'll give you more warning than this time. We uh, just so everyone knows. I don't know if we covered it, but we messaged Brad last night at like eight o'clock. I'm like, hey man, like. Tom and I were talking. We want to have a guest on. You want to come on? And he's like, I didn't know you were doing a podcast, but sure. Yeah, come on. We got lucky. We got lucky. <laughs> we got lucky. Sure. So, Brad, thanks. Thanks so much, Tom. Uh, uh, I guess we'll just we'll just close it with, you know, yeah, everyone, anyone who's listening, please check out USO. We'll we'll link to that. Find a, a you know, a, a good, you know, you know, if you have a veterans charity in your community or a way to volunteer, do that. If there's a military cemetery where you live, get out and see it, help volunteer there, like, you know, just find ways to, to do your part. Um, check us out on social media, check us out on our website, dadtales.com. And, um, yeah, we just, uh, appreciate you listening and, uh, happy Memorial day. Have a great, um, have a great, uh, holiday, but also remember why we have the day off. So I think with that, uh, you want to close it out? You got anything, anything to close? Thanks, Brad. And I actually, I would just encourage everyone just to take, if you can't make it to a cemetery or something like that, just take like a minute of silence and just, just remember those and, and a moment of gratitude for those who have um, like Ryan and Brad said, given everything um, for our freedom. So yep. thanks Brad. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Man. Thanks Brad yeah, for coming yeah, absolutely. on. Absolutely. Uh, Anytime. And with that, I think we are uh, out. Thanks for listening to dad tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasting. And also be sure to check us out on social media at DadTales on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Have a great week. All right, Dwayne has uh, some ribs and he's not going to be there this week for sure.